Hello, and welcome to this special edition of Cousin Chat. Um, if you'll notice, I don't have a cousin with me today, but I do have my friend and soror, Elise. Say hello to the people. Hi, everyone. Well, the reason I have Elise with me here today is because today's quick word is about Alzheimer's. If you don't know, um, this month, which is January, still January, January is Alzheimer's Awareness Month. And you don't really hear a lot about, you don't hear a lot about it. You hear a lot of people talking about, you know, mental stability and check on your mental health and all things like that. But you don't hear a lot of people saying a lot specifically about Alzheimer's. And unfortunately, my friend here, she has had close experience with it. So that's why I wanted her with me today. I was actually watching an episode of Judge Hatchet and the plaintiff was uh, there in regard to something that had happened with her father in the living facility that was, you know, where he was staying. And her witness happened to be someone from this organization called If I Need Help. And when I heard the story about this organization, I just thought it was the best thing. She actually was the creator of it. It's a nonprofit organization. And what it is, is they create, they have these chips that you could put on shoes or put in clothing or wherever you need to put it in case someone wanders or, it, you know, they need to be found like her son has autism. And so that is the reason why she created this organization. But I thought it was just so amazing. And um, the lady who was suing, her father ended up three states away. And he was in a facility that they were, you know, that was supposed to be caring for him. But it was because of that chip on his shoe that he was able to be found. And, you know, his daughter was able to go get him. But if it wasn't for that chip, you know, who, who knows? But I was thinking about, you know, people who have to deal with or have to um, care for those with Alzheimer's and how that could be so challenging because it really is a 24-hour responsibility. And um, I thought of Elise. And I wanted to know, Elise, if you could just tell us a little bit about like your experience with Alzheimer's and how you have actually how you were able to kind of manage and get through your day days um so yes um actually um I've dealt with it um even at the the most recent um dealing with the disease was with my grandmother mm -hmm. um but actually she was a caregiver for her own mother when she went through it um, about 30 years ago, um, in wow. 1987, it was, I, I think I was in kindergarten or first grade, and, um, we had to bring my great-grandmother from Savannah, Georgia, where she was, where she was living, and bring her here to New Jersey, so that she had 24-hour care, and that was my grandmother that was doing it, and she was working at the time, and would take care of me in the afternoon, um, before my mom would come home so it was like that was my first seeing it and you know watching someone deteriorate from first being able to know who you are and say things that they may need or be able to have somewhat of a conversation with you to 
almost going into like a vegetative state where you can't really speak or um, you know tell anyone anything about maybe how you may feel or um, it was kind of it was like a, a somewhat weird but um, in some ways um, I appreciated being able to see both sides I saw her as a caregiver and then saw her being cared for okay my mother was her caregiver um for the last three years mm-hmm. and um you know it was hard it's hard to see someone especially someone like my own grandmother who was very active and very vocal and pretty much the matriarch of the family just doing all the time to a point where she just couldn't and if she if she were really in her true state of mind she you know she would have never um you know had someone take care of her but actually she did talk to my mom about it when she realized something was going on that's so interesting that your mom actually that you've seen this before you know this wasn't the first time around so for those people who are caregivers of people with alzheimer's what advice could you give them or what pieces of encouragement could you give them, you know, in this process? Um, there's a, well, quite a few things, but okay. I think the main couple of things, one, um, remember that the person that you are caring for or to care of, remember that they still are an adult. A lot of times people, the way that speak to a person with dementia or Alzheimer's, they almost belittle them. And I don't think a lot of people do okay. treat that person as an adult. They'll speak to them as an adult. Okay. Um, another thing would be um, be patient. Um, it's You could only, uh, someone uh, said to me once, uh, the way that you could relate to someone that may have dementia or Alzheimer's is that imagine you're lost and you you have no sense of direction. You don't know who to ask, and you know you you have no way of getting to where you need to. It's it's almost that type of situation for them, okay. but it's constant. Um, appreciate because it will happen, appreciate the flashes of memory that they have. Cause they, like my grandmother, a um, couple, couple months before she passed, she passed in June, but this was around um, March, actually when the pandemic um, started, she was coming down the stairs cause she was still very mobile. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was coming down the stairs and I was at the bottom of the stairs and she just stared at me. She's like, oh, hi, Elise. And I hadn't heard her say my name in like two years, like knowing wow. it was me. Mm-hmm. And you know that made me smile. Like I was just happy the whole day, just that one. And it was only for a minute because she smiled, and you know she. It was just like a glimpse of herself, and then it was gone. But you know, really appreciate and cherish those men minutes because it truly is like a minute or two. Yeah. Um, longer, that's great, but. You know, it unfortunately doesn't stick. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. appreciate those. And um, well, is it true that um, 
the, uh, people with um, that condition are sometimes, I guess I'll say feisty or say can be mean sometimes or snippy or, you know, sna- is that true? It's very true. It's unfortunate, oh. but it is like, it's, it's almost like their alter ego comes out and you're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, and it's, it, it could be volatile. It could, it could be very nasty. Um, but just, you know, you have to take it very lightly. You, you know, you have to, you, the person that knows what's going on, mm-hmm. you have to, um, it, it hurts. You know, I, I used to remember my, mom, my grandmother to my mom, she was so nasty her, but this was the person that was changing her, being her, you know, feeding her sometimes when, you know, or giving her her medication and then she'd be so mean to her but she she understood that this is this is not her you know mm-hmm. and so um you know just you gotta excuse me try to try to work through it you know you have to keep almost talking to yourself teaching yourself that this is not truly them you know just keep move keep it moving it's not you know this is not them and do what you have to just encouraging yourself Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I really thank you so much for being here with me today, Elise, because I just, when I saw that episode and that organization, that if I need help.org, it just, I don't know, it was just something that made me say, Donna, you need to talk about this because you really don't hear a lot. You, and the you parts don't. that you hear about, all you hear about is, okay, they don't remember or they forgot this. Or they, but but it's a lot more to it than that. so much more to that. Even the help, and that's, I think, and if I can, that's that's the last thing I would definitely recommend to people. Ask for help, because mm-hmm. a lot of times people think they can do all of it. There's no way. It's just so much, and you still have to live your life, too. And yeah. you, you need help, but you have to really seek it, because just like you said, you don't hear a lot. No, you don't. And this is not one of those things where you can say, well, I can push through, or I can do this, or I can handle it. This is evidently not that. If you need help, you need to, you know, try to get it. But again, um, I just wanted to shed a little bit of light on this condition that is um, affecting, you know, quite a, a few people. And then there are those who are the caregivers who sometimes may feel lost, you know, in terms of just how do I live my life? and care for this person at the same time and it can be overwhelming but I wanted to shed a little bit of light and um Elise thank you so much for doing that with me today you are the first person on cousin chat that's not a cousin (laughs) but I had well thank you for having me (laughs) you're welcome I just had to get this little word out so um we always have a takeaway but before we get into it you know for if you want to follow cousin chat just go to um Instagram Facebook or Twitter and you could hear our episodes at cousinchat.com or any of your streaming platforms. But the main thing today is to take away the fact that if you know someone who is a caregiver or if you are the caregiver for someone with Alzheimer's, just remember, um, you don't have to be in it alone. And it is a process, but you know, you, you can get through it. There are people to help you. Um, Elise, do you have anything you want to add to the takeaway for today? Um, just, and just surround your, surround yourself with your family. And again, just truly ask for help when you need it. Okay. You're going to need it, but just ask. And 
that's it so till we come back to our next chat my name is donna that is elise <laughs> and this has been just an, a special edition of cousin chat you guys have a great day bye bye Thank you.